Alright. Alright. Are back. we live? We're yeah, live. We're, we're, well, we're not live because it's, it's... I think we finally... Record. I think the the live stream finally went up. Yep. The live stream... So, yeah. So, for all of our uh, $50 Patreons and up, there is a live stream version of this show. Uh, so, make sure you get in there at that tier if you want to see... Kind of see the magic happening live. Uh, so this week, uh, I just <coughs> wanna, uh, if you want to take another yeah. uh, moment here to remind people that if you want to link to the Patreon, that means that you have to sub at the five dollar tier uh, yep. to the Patreon. Uh, yep. Otherwise, you know, please just enjoy this uh, free stream of the show. Um, yeah, yeah. So our guest this week is the lovely. Uh, what should we call you? Um, well, I saw that on the last video you called me anti-prompt, so I guess we're gonna go with that. <laughs> cool. Awesome. That, that's perfect. Sounds good, anti-prompt. So thank yeah, 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 totally. Uh, farm. Have I you? I think anti's is fine, actually. Have you played any good uh, video games recently? Well, I, well, first of all, I have I have a couple of questions for our guest. Well, of course, go ahead. And then we'll, we'll sort of get back to me. So, is it anti or anti? Um, I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I never really thought about that. I say anti, and I think Streamo says anti. It's true. Yeah. Um. Well, how did how did the Smash Four player pronounce his name? Anti. Okay, then it's anti. Uh, yeah, I think. I think ah, it's that's good okay. thinking there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm finally free from it. Yeah, I mean cool. that's um, a kind of why I was wondering what we should call you because we could also call you Klaus, but I don't know if that's like a mm -hmm. preferable. Or yeah, whatever. you could. I mean, I was thinking like you know, it's mostly Tim Cord listening, right? Well. I'm not sure. I don't what know that what that is. is. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, I I apologize. I mean, yeah. uh, it's mostly our hundred dollar patrons listening, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get the intern to edit that out. Uh, yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. so, uh, do you have any other questions for our guest, Auntie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, have you listened to the other episodes? I listened to a bit of them. I mm -hmm. figured, like, I actually was thinking about listening to the whole thing, and then I thought, like, this is not really the type of show where I'm supposed to do that. Yeah, if well, that makes yeah, sense. Like, you, you would want to listen to it if it was good, and I, I don't think. Uh, so that's all the questions. I'm going to have to disagree with both of those points, but I suppose we can move on. First of all, it is that kind of show that you listen to just the whole thing, uh, and also it is good. Mm -hmm. But no, no, I'm saying it is good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying if you're a guest, you're not really supposed to like do any research or anything like that oh yeah 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 yeah. we've actually been uh called the eric andre of podcasting uh in that that's sense. true yeah uh also in the sense that we are uh just that radical uh yeah so uh any any video games recently or, or on the horizon perhaps um well actually i mean before we do that i wanted to raise mm -hmm. issue with the fact that you falsely advertised that i was going to be on the last episode I am sorry about that. Uh, we locked in with our producer the name of the episode uh, before we started recording. Uh -huh. Yeah, we can't really change that. And that's sort of on the intern, too. Yes. Um, he just kind of, like, fucked it up, and, and we couldn't really change it. That, I mean, the video already had, like, two or three views by the time we noticed. So. The boys in the tech um, department, yeah, we yeah. you know, we really gave him an earful about it, but uh, there's not much yeah. we can do at this point. Mm -hmm. Where did you come up with the name? <laughs> the name? Of the yeah the episode of the episode 
Uh, I'm not sure that that, that's name. kind of a backroom discussion that we don't necessarily like to have on these kind of forward-facing, uh, you know, podcasting yeah. uh, episodes. Oh, okay, okay. That's for the $500 yeah. patrons. Yes, that's for the, uh, the premium app. Uh, so we shouldn't necessarily <laughs> okay, go into yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The name of this episode, which we've already determined, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you already are aware of, uh, yeah. that is also besides the point. Uh, and we're going to move on and it, from that. Well, it has been locked in, hasn't uh, it? Yes. No, much Can't like a lock. Yeah. Well, I just, I, you in. know, I feel that you guys are kind of getting double the advertising dollars and double the clicks from this little arrangement that you've finagled. Well, I mean, the analytics don't really back that up. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the first episode had 31 views, and the second one, uh, we're sitting at seven. So actually, I, I think that the anti-prompt brand is, is really bringing us down. Oof. Yeah, actually, well, we are going to be seeking uh, repayment for those lost views. Uh, yeah, we're going to get 24 views out of you. But no refunds, pal. No refunds. Hey, there's no such thing as a free appearance yeah, from so anti-prompt. I, I, there's supposedly some kind of a game uh, festival or uh, expo happening right now. Something uh, electronic games. I, I, I'm not sure exactly um yeah i mean do we want to do either of you care about e3 what the thing about e3 is i i, I care about the idea of it right but in reality yeah. it's just like 17 hours of cgi videos of like i don't know himbos like climbing a mountain or something yeah 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 i think i agree like i i like the idea of um you know, taking the time to to get the word out there about the new games that are coming up, get people excited about the where the industry is headed. But it's it's really hard for me to get excited about you know like an Elden Ring when we don't really know anything, or, or Starfield, which has been in development for twenty five years, I guess. It, it, in a larger a sense, too, I th trailer. there's something kind of disturbing to me about how E three is like a giant advertising festival that people like kind of pay money to go to. Uh, yeah, I, I think mean, that's. I don't mind that. That's pretty weird. I agree with that. Yeah, uh, it, that's uh, sort of all expos are like that, though. That's not. That's not necessarily an easy. Uh, thing. Yeah, I think there's something kind of disturbing about that, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't necessarily know that we want to get into that, but, uh, Anti, I, I think you might be one of those people that's excited for Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, no, not really. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> all right, cool. No, I mean, I was talking about this earlier, actually, on 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 the server. Um, <clears throat> on one of the servers. I think we can shout one out of the Autumn's many. Rise on here. Uh, that's a great server uh, that we're members of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, can we say that? I, I think, I'm pretty sure we can. It's a public server, so... Okay, yeah, yeah we can just invite people. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Autumn's Rise, it's a good time. Uh, come talk about uh, CrossCode. Uh, talk about Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. just uh, chill. Um, so why why aren't you excited about Elden Ring? Well, I mean, uh, so this is based on the one trailer, so you know, I don't know. As it doesn't really mean very much. Yeah. Um, but the visual style was boring. It was kind of yeah. fucking boring. And also, it's just going to be like a complete rehash of Dark Souls One. If you're into that, I think I. I mean, I like Dark Souls One. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. I. I feel disrespected, you know, because it's like, oh, like, Miyazaki, he's come up with a totally new concept for a game, 
with George R. R. Martin. And then it's like the tainted rise from the earth reborn after death and will be cursed to repeat an endless cycle until the lords are overthrown. Yeah. That sounds a lot like Dark Souls 1. I saw a tweet to this effect that's just like, oh, that every new Soulsborne game is just like, the most evil things ever are evil everywhere. But uh, oh, suddenly, oh no, it's the most evil thing ever, and that's you, and then you have to evil all the evil things. But are they good? And then the game ends. Yeah, I think the, like, the story in the Dark Souls games isn't super compelling. Well, uh, whatever there is in it, there er, there is of it. But I think people like come for the lore and stuff, and I think that's really what they had, uh, Gurm work on was like the the lore and, and world building. Interesting. Well, I mean, Gurm is bad at that, though. Well, okay. Have, so, have you read like the Song of Ice and Fire books? No, I haven't. Okay, yeah, I, I think, like the the world building he does in those is. I mean, the story's there, too, but, like, the, the world-building he does, I think, is, is... Well, I mean, the whole thing's really interesting, but he does good world-building there. When you say world-building, uh, are you talking yeah. about showing uh, characters in the nude? Uh, that's my main association with Game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely. So, like, a big part of world-building is, um, like, the size of someone's genitals, like, on average, right? Would you say a tumescent um, part of world-building? I don't know what that word means. Hmm. It's a good word. Look it up. Anyways, yeah. Uh, no, I'm also not super excited for Elden Ring. I hear it's like going to be a Zelda-ish. That was Souls the other like. thing. It's That's weird. I guess. That's cool. Wait, did you did you possibly hear that from me? Uh, I talk to a lot of uh, varied sources, and I like okay. to think I'm pretty informed. Okay. Well, I just asked because I was one of actually the first people to get out that news. <laughs> oh, you broke it. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the trailer as I did very on, very early on, excuse me, um, it's it's Zelda, it's overwhelmingly Zelda esque. Um, Honestly, visually, I, the, the first five I think, seconds of the trailer I watched, and then my eyes just kind of glazed over as, like you guys have said, yeah. it's just like, oh, okay, I'm the lost, forgotten, and I have to, you know, research. I, mean, I, I like Zelda stones or whatever. Yeah, Zelda's cool. Cool. Well, yeah, but it's like, you know, you got all these grassy fields and, like, crowns okay. and princesses and, and like, castles. <laughs> that would be, okay, I would actually think it'd be very funny if uh, Elden Ring had a, like, four-hour-long tutorial for every new game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys wanted, like, a Zelda-like. What's wrong? Why are you angry like about this? Sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Listen. Hey, listen. But it's, it's like terrifying. You, know you can rest at bonfires to restore. Oh, well, don't don't tell. There are certain individuals who'd be very upset if they heard that in a Dark Souls game you had to unlock certain abilities and movements throughout oh. the course of the game. Oh, I don't even know to what you're referring. If I'm being honest, but uh, yeah, we wouldn't want to trigger anyone here. We're we're pretty careful about that. Uh, you know. And do you actually you like Sekiro? I didn't play it. Shit, brother. Actually, Andy, have you played someone Omori? Else. No, I didn't play that either. Mm. Really? I'm really you crushing it in, in this uh, podcast appearance, aren't I? No, you're doing great. Well, hold on, hold on. I, I understand that you're a big Mother <laughs> 3 fan. Is that wrong? 
No, that that one's right. Okay. That one you got. So what I what I thought was interesting about Amori was there's a lot of stuff that I really just don't like about it. But it definitely affected me emotionally more than any other mother-like game has. Including Mother 3, which I thought was great. Previously, I thought that was like the peak of the genre. You thought it was the peak of the genre? Oh, of course, yeah. I thought you thought Lisa was the peak of the genre. I mean... Lisa, I think, works really well as a deconstruction of masculinity. Uh, an examination thereof. But I don't necessarily know that it's the best, like... In the genre, I don't know. It's it's a very wide. Well, the thing is, it's sort of very wide, but also it's mostly just kind of like walking around areas. So it's not that wide. Isn't I mean, isn't that what all of them are? Yes. Yeah. That's also what Death Stranding. So how do you compare Lisa and Undertale? You know what I mean? Like they're both the same genre of game, but I don't think you can even like compare like a Lisa and Undertale. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, Undertale sort of has gameplay sometimes. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, like, sometimes you'll be in a battle in Undertale, and you'll actually have to do... Actually, it'll be sort of like you're actually playing a video game. Uh, whereas, what they do in Lisa is it actually uh, simulates, like, you're typing something. So it's kind of like, uh, you'll be in the middle of a battle in Lisa, and it'll be like you're doing your taxes, kind of. It's pretty... Yeah, like typing of the dead sort of thing. Yeah, 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 pretty exciting. Well, I mean, I could really never get into either the Undertale or the Lisa gameplay, because they both, they both just seem to consist of, like, digital and manual inputs. Right. Are you more about analog? Yeah. I played Lisa on a keyboard using, like, the four direction keys. Yeah. It just wasn't really, you know. It's not the same. I wanted to play Lisa on 3DS, but they don't have I mean, a uh, uh, port of that version of RPG Maker yet. I played Undertale on a keyboard, too, I, I should add, right? Like, right. I think you have to. I don't think you can even play it on a controller. Uh, no, you can. Which, I don't... I'm not sure about that. I mean, it's on but Switch. Anyway. Okay, so well so for all for our listening audience, yes. Um, so why is Lisa good? Okay. Well, so I mean, you could start with what Streamo said, um, which is that I think it is it's basically a dissection of masculinity. I think it's also told in such a way that kind of draws a connection between, you know, toxic masculinity, quote unquote. Um, and, like, the way that video games are typically structured, right? You know, like, where you basically, you go through this parable of just getting stronger and stronger and stronger until there's absolutely no resistance in the game left. And mm -hmm. at that point, the game's over. Um, yeah, and so this I is think sort of the opposite, right? You... you you're, like, leveling up and stuff, but your character is, like, your main character is physically getting, like, maimed. He's losing limbs. Yeah, and uh, becoming ever more degenerated. Well, but he yeah. is still, like, strong enough to too. fight. Uh, and th there's a... Uh, can we go spoiler for Lisa? I don't particularly care. Yeah, we're, yeah. Yeah, so there's a point yeah, at I the guess. end where, like, you have to essentially, uh, as the main character, Brad, you have to kill your party members. Uh, they yeah. are fighting to stop you from going forward, and you want to go forward. That's your whole thing. Well, that's the... Yeah, and that, I mean, that moment is when you become uh, completely consumed by desire, right? And you become this ab unstoppable abomination. Yeah. And uh, that, right, like you were saying, like, that's kind of the point. I, I think what's cool is that the player kind of uh, begins to feel, there's some, like, resonance between the player and the character's actions. 
I, I remember specifically at one point, and I might have even talked about this on this podcast before, but uh, where you're riding a bike near, and or the, you're not riding a bike yet. There's an area where there's a gap, and if you walk up to it and talk to a person near it, they'll tell you that you're too uh, fat and old to jump across the gap. And th- it's mm-hmm. correct that you actually are too fat and old to, t- to jump across the gap. You need to get a bike. Yeah. And so it actually does sort of feel bad as the player, like, you are correctly being told that you suck. That's like shit. Uh, and there's kind of moments like that throughout the game. Yeah, well, there's, there. for instance, there's the very famous one um, that appeared in, you know, the Donkey video that I think most people had seen, um, where the game basically flat out tells you, like, you're going to go up this 300-foot ladder and you know there's nothing at the top, and we're telling you there's nothing at the top, but you're going to go up it anyway because you can't help yourself because this is a video game. I haven't seen that donkey video, but I have uh, played that section. Oh, okay. I've also played um, Lisa the First, and there's a, a section that resembles that, although the ladder is less tall. That game also is, I think, uh, considerably more problematic, uh, probably, than... Uh, at least the painful. Um, it's also worse, although it's interesting in context. Yeah, I so I haven't played it. I've watched quite a bit of it. Um, I think it was basically like an early like experimental attempt by uh, Dingling. It's pretty much you and Nikki. Here we go. No, I mean, literally, it, it exactly <laughs> is. You are wandering in RPG Maker surreal, dreamlike environments to collect effects, or in this case, you collect items, except in Lisa the First, the items that you're collecting are, like, various implements that you use to commit suicide. Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a messed up game. Uh, interestingly, although I we might not necessarily get into this... Never mind, actually, I, I don't want to go there. Uh, okay. Yeah, but so, Lisa the first weird game. Lisa the painful though, interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think Lisa the first. It's definitely just edgy for one thing. Right. Um, I think. I mean, I think, the I think painful is is pretty edgy too, right? And sometimes it. I mean, it felt to me like it was just the person who created the game was trying to tell me they hated me for some reason. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm just trying to play your game, you know what I mean? I don't think... Well, I wouldn't... Well, I don't it think felt antagonistic sometimes. That's the thing. It, to the degree to which uh, Lisa the Painful is antagonistic to the player, Lisa the First is much more so <laughs> to the point where like, I <laughs> am not necessarily really cool with that. Uh, Farm, have you ever played yeah. uh, No More Heroes? No, uh, no. But uh, have you, have you well, It's on anti- Steam, I will. No, I haven't. Okay, okay. I thought when you said that they were making No More Heroes 3 and that was, like, one of the good announcements from E3, I thought you were, like, making a joke. Uh, that is not an announcement from E3, but that is a thing that's happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, w- what was it? I mean, I don't know. You were saying it was coming out this year, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it comes out in August. I'm uh, pretty stoked for it. I think all of the games are pretty good. Uh, the developer has a very good sense of humor. Actually, not all those games. Apparently, the second game sucks, and I have not played it. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't really know. I did want to say, um, on the point of, like, Lisa's gameplay, mm. 
Um, I think, like, you know, this is the rare game where, like, wise and tasteful people will be surprised. Um, there are very few surprises in video games. Really, ever. Um, and I think that most learned people will understand that turn-based games are boring. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But Lisa is the exception. I don't. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, what I really appreciate about Lisa is the way that they kind of give your, they give a lot of your actions weight. So the the two things that I do. think of in particular are the usage of joy, and then also just like the way your party members are disposable or not disposable. Um, yeah, and they're yeah the disposability of party members, also the items. You know the fact that resources are actually scarce mm -hmm. is so important. The um, first time I, I played, say, I'm pretty sure I accidentally enabled painful mode, uh, so my save points exploded after I saved at them. Oh, um, and that kind that's of sucks, also, by the way, yeah. that's like a very good take on New Game Plus that I really like. Just like not being able to save state, essentially? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think that's not bad. No, I, I mean, what I think is really good about um, Lisa's gameplay, yeah, like I said, uh, also with the with the joy, it's like the player does kind of have an incentive to use the joy, right? Because it makes the game easier, whatever. It makes you stronger, I think, or takes away your mana drain or whatever. But mm -hmm. uh, you it, are also incentivized yeah. not to do that because you know that the character is uh, like addicted to it and it'll make a worse outcome. And you aren't really necessarily rewarded for it all that much, but you sort of are. Uh, sort of. Yeah, I, I kind of like that as a usage of gameplay mechanic. Yeah. I mean, I think... You know, like many things in turn-based gameplay, uh, it matters because it's not trivially easy. You know, it's not a game where you can just press attack over and over and over again. And it's not a game where you can just get to a high enough level easily that, you know, you don't have to think about battles anymore. Is, is that true? That is true, yes. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you can't grind, really. I mean, you kind of can if you get the right party composition. If you have, like, a like two battery people who can just keep healing and, and restoring mana or whatever. Um, there is, like, one yeah. part where you can just fight spiders over and over if you really want to, but... That's, like, very late in the game, though. Yeah, you can't really grind. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, every, yeah, every fight will make you weaker in some way. Yeah, that's true. So it becomes there's kind of a survival aspect that it, it adopts that becomes nice. And again, that it's, kind it's of very stressful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, did you ever sleep outside and lose a party member or get eaten by like attacked by spiders? Yeah, I lost Terry Hints that way. He was kidnapped, oh, no. and I didn't know to go search for him. <sighs> Poor Terry, oh, fucked up. I definitely yeah. got Terry all the way to the end one time when he learned his like crazy attack. Oh, that's like not even like worth doing <laughs> wow i mean okay i guess maybe if you don't care about your you know companions and teammates yeah. uh i do I think terry hints is like the only good person in that entire game <laughs> like everyone else just sucks but terry hints is like he's a homie for sure this is do you think this is like final fantasy where like the point of the game is to get your characters up to level 50 so they can learn their ultra special finisher yes I thought, no, is, like, isn't uh, uh, Rambo, is that his name? I don't know. The character whose face got all messed up by Buzzsaw. Uh, I thought that guy's a good guy. Buzzo, I mean, Buzzo. No, he's not a good guy. No? 
No, I mean you can kind of tell, like. No, from not the game. not Buzzo, the the guy who buzz whose face Buzzo messed up, Lord Rando or whatever. That was Buzzo. I thought that, I thought that was you. It was Brad. Maybe it was Brad. Rando. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rand. No, Rando's a good guy. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with Rando. Is that Rando's supposed to be like a soy boy? <laughs> right. Like so again, Rando. For our listeners, who is who is Rando? Oh right. Give sorry. Background. Okay, so it's it's the nuclear wasteland, right? There are no governments. There are no societies. Um, and Rando is, like, a warlord. Um, he's, like, the most powerful warlord. He's basically kind of holding the social order together temporarily. Um, and the trick with Rando is that he's actually kind of a good guy. He's, he's you know, he's interested in rebuilding society, and he cares about being fair to people and so on. You don't really see too much of him, but he's, you know, he's sort of a nice guy. Um, and, you know, he tries to prevent people from using joy and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the game, you kill Rando, and you destroy his army. Uh, and you kill your daughter. It, it's one of those things that like you can kind of maybe get mixed up on, because the game does sort of present him as a good guy. but Or as a bad guy. But that's in part because Brad is so psychotic and evil. Uh, which, I, yeah. again, Farm, I think you reacted poorly to. The other, the other twist is that uh, Brad was like a martial arts teacher, and Rando was like his his student, who was kind of a wuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it sounds like Rando is like a, a more feminine character, right? Yeah, kind of. And then the other thing too is that uh, uh, Brad's sister Lisa uh, killed herself and like haunts Brad, which I don't think is really communicated that well in the game proper, honestly. Uh, and kind yeah, of it's not. It's not right at all. Well, yeah, I, it's sort of like you're expected to play Lisa the First, maybe. Which I really, I, again, I would not recommend playing Lisa the First. Uh, yeah. Especially if you're sensitive to any kind of that stuff, but yeah. yeah. I don't know, maybe if you're down to just lose your mind, I would say drop some acid and play that game, but <laughs> pretty much under any other circumstance, I would say don't do that. Uh, yeah. Would you like to maybe move on to some listener email? Uh, no, so I, I have one more question first. Sure. Um, so at the end, when you can have Buddy hug Brad or not, what did you guys pick? I literally... I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. either, if I'm being honest. Uh, I felt like that was such an important moment. What did, what did you do? I said no, because like there's no way. right? There's no way Buddy would do it. It didn't make sense. Because Brad is a horrible, disgusting monster. Yeah, she hates him, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say yes. Uh, That seems pretty fair. Funny, uh, okay, so I'm going to do this without getting spoilery, but that other thing that we've talked about, Farm, uh, in that game, one of the things that bugs me is that I think that they should not forgive him and that they should hate him. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we need not get into that. Uh, Yeah. What are you guys talking about here? Nothing. Uh, uh something else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've said too much already. It's probably a Mori. Uh, it could be. Right. Uh, but actually, yeah. that's really interesting though, because so I don't even remember this moment from the game. Um, but it is. It's it's another one of these points where the game sort of reminds you that you get to choose in video games whether you consider yourself to be a good person. What do you mean by that? You know that the game essentially allows you to validate yourself. 
Yeah. Do you, I, I think, I don't know, because I, I feel like the story is weaker if Buddy, like, forgives him. No, I agree. I agree. Well, so, I, I mean, it, it, I wonder why that choice is. But what I'm there. saying is, is you know, you're playing as main character, right? Yep. In a, in video game, um, and you play as main character for 20 hours, and then finally at the end, you you get to the end, and you save the princess, and the princess is like, "Oh, thank you, you hero." Mm-hmm. I'm saying in this the game is making it explicit that you are controlling the princess. You are the person who decides whether you succeeded. I think maybe it's... I suppose that could maybe be just to uh, dab on people who are stupid and don't get it. Like, the people who say yes, hug them, are just like, that way dangling can like look at metrics afterwards and just be like, oh, okay. All these people are stupid. I'm gonna never release I, Ninja Tears, and uh, yeah, I maybe believe that a little bit more because, yeah, <laughs> I choose to believe it's intentional. Yeah, oh, it, that moment just just stuck with me because it, it felt like I, it, I mean, I think you'd agree. <laughs> like, I and I don't even remember it, so like, I'm hearing about it now and thinking like how weird that is. I, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I do right. kind of think it was so that you could withhold that from Brad because he doesn't deserve it, right? You know, it's like you you spend the entire game chasing after this trophy. Yeah. And then in the last five minutes, you, as the trophy, get to decide whether you will let your own character succeed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's a good way of putting it. All right, listener email? Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> so that was the least talk. Um, so we, we have, we got one, one piece of listener mail this week, so thank you. <coughs> Remember to send in your listener mail to lastvideogamepodcast at gmail.com, and I can guarantee it will be featured on the next episode, 100%. Uh, this one comes in from a longtime listener, uh, perhaps our, one of our top 50 fans. Easily. Uh, Galosh. Oh, Ooh. Galosh is how it's signed. Uh, he has, or yeah. I guess I should say, they have their their first a big name, name in the LVGP industry. Oh, huge name! Uh, so I'll just go ahead and uh, <laughs> and read this email. <clears throat> uh, hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Galosh. <laughs> so I've been a huge fan of the last video game podcast since even prior to listening to any episode. Now that yeah. I have catched up, I am still a huge fan, unexpectedly. Whoa. Here's my gamer question. If you had unlimited budget to make any video game, what would be your dream video game? I'm not only asking which genre of game, but what's your dream game all about? Oh. Also, <laughs> also, is there a Patreon where we can throw y'all a bunch of money? I guess your producer has the pockets empty because his mic sounds like a raccoon in a coffee blender. <laughs> Peace out and keep gaming safely, Galosh. That's a good question, Galosh. Our Patreon is located at patreon.com slash <clears throat> Please yes, do remember hold the on, tipping. Hold on, please. So the pod tipping the is customary on is the Patreon. available to $5 and up Patreon subs. 
Yep. Uh, please don't share it to people. Well, who it's not I mean, so it's a uh, it's a password protected uh, link. You can't just go there. No, you can't. You know no, the URL. You have to be a, a sub. Yes. Yeah. You have to yeah, get so the very. Please code. hit that sub yeah. button. If you We're want the to link to the Patreon, you have to subscribe. You get those sweet emotes yeah. for the Patreon chat. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. No, please do that. Um, dream video game is an interesting question. It's really hard to say, right? So I, I think the easy answer that I kind of jump to is Kirby's Air Ride Two. Uh, or, you know, mm. Kirby Air at Infinity. Uh, maybe some kind of uh, actually good, quote-unquote, MMO built out of the Kirby Air Ride world. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, something like that, probably. A Kirby Air Ride MMO? Yeah, I mean, that's just the first... Because, you know, like, just a, se what, just a sequel to Kirby Air Ride? Like, that would not be... If I have unlimited budget, I should make sure to use as much money as possible. Okay, so so what does Kirby Air Ride gain from becoming an MMO? Uh, it's kind of like more in-depth cart uh, customization. It really starts to matter how you build your cart, what kind of upgrades you go for. Okay. Have you never played F Zero and been like, "I wish this was a, a RPG"? Actually, no, but that sounds like um, Burnout Paradise. D that's a thing. Uh, except an MMO. Interesting. Now, Burnout Paradise is like. not an MMO. No, it's not. But, well, he's um, saying it, if it accepts... Right, right. So here's the thing. I, I don't think there has ever been a good MMO. Uh, no, there hasn't. Right? Like, no, I, I can't think of any. I don't think yeah. that's even possible. Uh, it's not. No, I mean, just like... Apparently Star <laughs> I like how Wars Chris Galaxies joined right as he said good. that. Uh, oh, yes. Who? Uh, oh, the intern. Yeah, the intern finally fucking showed up. God. Yeah. Ugh, just, time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like uh, we were saying, uh, all MMOs are shit. They're just fucking awful. Boring. Like no, anyone who plays yeah. an MMO and enjoys it is just like poop for brains, like a dumb insect. Uh, well, they've all been doomed by WoW. I mean, WoW. Like, have you guys like actually tried to play an MMO? Like, they all feel so awful to play. I have played RuneScape in middle school. Uh, I also played yeah. some Adventure Quest, and we should get our previous week's guest, uh, Wub, or Smack, or Aaron, depending on how you like to call him. Uh, uh -huh. Not this week's guest, but last week's guest. Uh, he, he would love to talk about Adventure Quest, which is another MMO that I played. Um, although I never uh, became a, a member in RuneScape, I was a member, like Paige or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I feel like MMOs are just like checklist games, like, like your Far Cry or Assassin's Creed, just without the fun gameplay, which, I mean, what, what else do you have at that point? I honestly did not yeah. realize Far, uh, whatever Far Cry or Assassin's Creed had fun gameplay. Uh, they might not. I'm, yeah, I haven't played one in like 10 years. I really so have never played one. They just seem kind of boring. I don't know. Basic. Yeah. Uh, uh, the only MMO I ever played was Spiral Knights. I don't know if you even heard of that. <laughs> oh, shit. It's pretty bad. That's very funny. I have played some Spiral Knights. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that was a fun one. I don't really recall what the gameplay was like <laughs> at all. I played like in high school uh, with some mm -hmm. buddies. I mean, the thing about MMOs are that it really is just a social experience, and it's just the experience of like doing stuff with other people, which you know, yeah, yeah, it's much more like you can get that in a you know somewhere a more healthy and productive environment, like a Super Smash Brothers melee tournament. Uh, and, oh yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. playing League of Legends for. Eight years. I mean, I would not ever say you should play League of Legends. That's disgusting. And no. 
frankly upsetting. Uh, I, I, oof, damn, that's really. I don't know what I would do. Anti, what's your dream video game? What would it um, be? Describe it. Uh, Silk Song. <laughs> Probably. That's what I'd have to go with. Uh huh. So you would pay whatever seventeen billion dollars so that they can continue developing Silk Song. Yeah, a <laughs> literal blank check. So you really like Hollow Knight that much? Um, I do think it is the best game. Interesting. Uh, oh, okay. Ooh. I don't. I mean, I mean, I feel like good. you know the the trouble here is right. Like, you know, most games that have been made to date that were any good at all had zero budget. Um, uh, and yeah. then you know, the majority of games that got billions of dollars in funding, or even just hundreds of millions. Uh, have all sucked. Yes, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, you know, there there are structural reasons for that, but what I'm trying to get at is we don't really know what a good, well-funded game even looks like. Well, but huh. so, obviously that's true that when you start throwing enough money at something, you kind of get diminishing returns, but if we're truly talking about an infinite or, you know, money source, you could just throw more money at the problem of inefficiency, and then you just, you know... Yeah, no, really I'm matter. not I'm not saying... Look, I'm not saying it would fail. I'm just saying that's a big leap of the imagination. I, like, okay, look at, for you instance, know, we don't Tim Schafer. He got... $3.3 million for a, like, $20,000 Kickstarter, and everyone loved the result. Who's Tim Schafer? Double Fine Games? Come on. You can't... Oh, yeah, everyone likes them. Come on. Jesus, dude. Um, which, uh, which game are you referring to? I think Broken Age. There was one... I, there was some that Double Fine right. game that everybody hated uh, and got uh, way too much funding, and as a result, I think, oh. ended up... I thought Broken Age was supposed to be really good. Uh, possible. I don't really like Tim Schafer games know. at all. I, I tried playing uh, Psychonauts the other day, and I was just like, I, I was like, this is Psychonaut for me. Am I right? <laughs> I was like, I downloaded it, and then I was like, Psych. <laughs> it, yeah, it's been aged super well. I, I played it a couple of years back too, and it's, it's clunky in a lot of areas. Yeah, and I was like, I was looking oh. at it on my CRT monitor uh, with a knockoff PS3 controller, and I was like, this is old and looks bad. Uh, yeah, so it look good. yeah. Uh, but I kind of want to go back to the to the high budget games can't be good thing. Yes, um, I'm not saying they can't be good. I'm just saying we so, don't. So okay, know. like Anti was just well, saying, I've, if a game well, has a high budget, it'll be bad. But farm, what were well, you saying? Well, he doesn't know. So I I, I would like a counterpoint. Uh, Death Stranding, right? <laughs> that oh, game clearly a has a high budget, and it's it's amazing. Well, I actually didn't. Is Death Stranding really good? Yes, it is. Actually, yes. it's on sale, uh, half yeah. off, I think, for like thirty bucks right now. So, I'm just saying, anybody listening, uh, definitely pick that up. It's a spectacular game. The thing is, yeah. I, go ahead, farm. Go ahead. No, oh, okay, yeah. So you just have to like going into Death Stranding. I think you have to be aware that like. A lot of it is a lot of really stupid bullshit, um, and if you're not along for that, like you have to, you have to sign yourself up for it. Well, you have to understand you know, you is have to get that Sam Porter Bridges also kind of thinks that a lot of it is annoying bullshit. Yeah, and he doesn't really care about most of it. So when you feel like, who, what the hell is this person talking about? I really don't care. The thing to remember is your character's kind of thinking that too. Yeah, and you don't really have oh, to pay okay. attention to them. 
You can if you want. It's fun. It's like fun to talk about and try to figure out what's going on. But there's a bunch um, of good words like ch chiral flow and time yeah. fall and. I like repatriate. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, repatriate dooms syndrome. Yeah. Dooms is good. Yeah, a lot of good words. Um, it's wonderful, honestly. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's weird. Like there, uh, Hollow Knight has all of these elements that I ostensibly love. Like the the movement, obviously, is like buttery. It's beautiful. It's spectacular. The the art is theoretically great. It's hand drawn. It looks really nice. Uh, it, it, I'm not in love with the art style. I, I don't like the whole bug stuff. Doesn't do it. For that's me. why I said theoretically because as I said that, I realized there are some issues that I have with it. But like, I like the idea of the having the lore be kind of subtle and like the like you said. I think the map system is maybe good, but I, I don't know. It just nothing really comes together for me. Yeah, I agree. I think okay. the, the, the parts are less than the sum. Here's the... For me, it's the problem is it's kind of hollow, right? Alright, so that's where we're going to end today's episode. <laughs> Wait, I actually had some... I did have some more stuff to say, though. Yeah, no, I was, I was joking. Okay, okay. Well, I would have been... I mean, look. I feel like once you, once you start breaking out with the Hollow Knight bad taste, it's really kind of impossible to take anything thereafter seriously. <laughs> I don't think no I'm. No one's I'm, saying it's bad. It's, I'm being it completely genuine here. I I think that if anyone says that Hollow Knight is a dull game, did I say that it was yeah. dull? I mean, in, it's good. It's good. Not so many words. Um, it's very hard to take them seriously. I, what I'm saying Whether is that, that there are a lot of elements in it that I recognize to be good, and that as I consciously think about them, I'm like, oh, these are well done or whatever. But that it's lacking something that makes me just like not into it on the whole yeah i think you should just play it again because you never actually got around to doing that i sort of did i, I would have no desire to replay that game like I, it's good it's a good game i believe i redeemed a key for it and i played it recently and i was just like no okay i was correct i don't actually want to replay this uh sort yeah. of related i was trying to get my girlfriend to play Outer Wilds, and I accidentally reset my save file. And I'm not sure if I'll be able to get her to play it, so I might just have to replay the whole thing. Ah, uh, uh, what a bummer. Anthony, have you played Outer Wilds? I haven't. People, everyone is saying that this is, like, the shit. Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds. it is. It literally, if you, if you DM Silver and you're like, hey, I'll play Outer Wilds. Oh, actually, wait, sorry, we shouldn't blow this up on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like no, I, <laughs> I already bought it anyway. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely play that right now. Like, it is spectacular. Uh, probably best game in the past couple of years outside of Death Stranding. Uh, and Total War Warhammer 2. Well, what the hell's Total War Warhammer 2? <clears throat> and Civ 5. And Civ 5. Um, Civ 5. To answer, the, to answer the unlimited budget, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I wish I could say, like, I had some specific and definitive vision that changes people's understanding of video games. And unfortunately, I feel like all the stuff that I had ideas for has already been done. But... I personally, what I, I would do is make the first Strand game. Uh, right. Yeah. No, sorry, keep going, Anthony. <laughs> the... The easy answer is uh, I would make a good open world game. <laughs> it's what impossible. I mean? No one has ever done that before. 
Well, I think I think that I think that money basically is the problem. Truthfully, I think that the yeah. problem is, you know, one, you're paying like forty hour forty people to do eighty people's work in half the time, right? Actually, that's part of the problem. Uh, Auntie, I I will accept your take on that. Actually, after you have played Death Stranding, uh, Death Stranding is up there with Breath of the Wild for me uh, and Mercenaries Two: World in Flames of as video games that have actually good open worlds. Yeah. Uh, because, so I, I think a, what you're identifying, or what you're pointing to, at least, is this issue that video games have where it kind of feels like everything is waiting. Like You're just kind of waiting to get to the actual gameplay, but the game, the actual yeah. gameplay never really exists. And so what's beautiful about Death Stranding is that like every step that you take is the gameplay. Okay. I mean, but do, doesn't Death Stranding kind of cheat the problem by, like, not having any dialogue, really, or any other people besides you? It has plenty of dialogue. It also has other people besides you, but it is a uh, particularly lonely experience, and uh, a lonely experience that I think is... Uh, Kojima actually went on record as predicting uh, coronavirus uh, and mm -hmm. the quarantine <laughs> through it, which I think he sort of did. I mean, I you know, I don't want to... Yeah. I mean that's that's what I mean the death stranding is is people being isolated because like if you get too close to someone you bad stuff might happen if they die or whatever right so I thought it was like you you get rained on well the, it's like yeah, the, like going outside is very bad it's very dangerous incredibly dangerous so everyone is yeah. just like holed up all the time uh yeah 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 I don't know I mean I think that's kind of cheating because like you know, one of the problems with one of the problems that like every open world game to date has had uh, is bad writing, and so then to make a game where basically there are no other characters, and say like, oh, look at this, we oh, made a good open world. Shut up. There are characters. We made it. Ending. We made a. Okay, I don't. I don't believe you. No, there literally <laughs> are like there are. There's a woman who oh, has right, a baby there's, there's that she didn't give birth to because it we died? Shouldn't. If he's going to play, I don't think we should get into... There's okay. Princess Beach, right? No, there's, there's a lot of... There's a one okay. pun about that. Uh, there, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. How the fuck do you say his name? Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo, there we go. Yeah, del Toro. He's in the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely is. He actually, you do... I kind of do like him towards the end. He, he's terrifying at first. He's charming. Yeah. Well, yeah. By the end. Yeah. At first, he's horrifying, I think, and very much violates a lot of your sense of space, and you kind of uh, are uncomfortable around Yeah, he does get too close to you. There's a thing that's set up early on about how uh, your player character uh, doesn't like it when people touch him or are close to him, and, like, mm -hmm. half of the cutscenes are people touching him and being close to him, and yeah. it's so weird. Uh, yeah, he's just uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the weirdness is something that I kind of appreciate. Uh, I think that's something that shows up both in Lisa and uh, Dark Souls. But what's odd for me is when a, that kind of quality of weirdness just falls completely flat, which happens for me in Hollow Knight, but it also happens for me in uh, Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls, what, did you just say Dark Souls or Dark Souls 2? Dark Souls 2. Okay, yeah, you kind of cut out with the 2 there. Okay. But, I mean, I just want to, like reinforce this point right like i don't think that death stranding has like an actual like social world 
I think that's like kind of the point. Is that like it's your job to kind of put things back together? There, there actually and is a very interesting saying, uh, uh, point of that you are reaching to, and I tried to pay yeah. attention to it while playing the game because it is very much there is an element to it that I think is like you are isolated the whole time that I think is really interesting, but uh, I'm not exactly yeah. sure where it went. Well, it's 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 very lonely, but you're not necessarily ever like alone in Death Stranding just because you have the the <laughs> remnants of what the players who came there before you put down. You also have your uh, cell phone handcuff. <laughs> yes, your cell phone handcuff. And you have BB too who keeps you company. Yeah, so BB. Never, it's very yeah. really lonely, but you're never alone. Yes. Uh, even, at the, even at the expense of like diminishing Hollow Knight, um, I think it's pretty easy at this point to make a lonely game. Honestly, uh, you say that, but like the the games that have the quality of being lonely, I think, are few and far between when executed well. I guess, although maybe that's kind of a, a vacuous statement. But like, I think of uh, the Super Metroid as feeling particularly lonely. I don't think Metroid Prime really has that same loneliness to it. Yeah, yeah I Shadow guess I, too. I, I wouldn't know about that. But however difficult it may be, uh, to really create a satisfying and realistic feeling of loneliness in the player it's a thousand times harder at least to make the player feel like they're interacting with other actual humans yeah i suppose that's that uh touring test or whatever um I, interestingly i think crosscode does a decent job at simulating being in a uh mmo world Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I got far enough in, in CrossCode to... Oh, yeah, you were not a fan of CrossCode, were you? <laughs> yeah, I think I was, like, exploring Good point, this Chris, place. good point. Chris just, just like, pointed out that... Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'll read it. Well, no, Chris Crosscode was fun. Yeah, so that's the thing, right, is I was, like, exploring this place in CrossCode outside, and I was just, like, hitting dudes, and I was like, oh, I think this is it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I think one thing about the game is that it definitely has really great dungeons. But another thing about the game is that it's made me realize I don't particularly care for dungeons all that much. Yeah. Uh, not that into these puzzles where you have to do all this stuff. It's too much work, and I'm not that smart. Uh, yeah, I think that the, the combat should be the real puzzle. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and I mean, even then, like, part of what I don't like about later Dark Souls games is that the first Dark Souls game had, I don't necessarily think it had difficult combat, although I won't die on that hill, like, whatever, it's hard. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, combat was a puzzle. The, whatever, sure, yeah. the combat was the puzzle, but it, it had a point, right? Putting the pieces together and solving it felt good, and it ended up with a really nice resolution. I think a lot of games don't actually pull that off. I don't think Dark Souls 2 really pulled that off in any meaningful way. Uh, I do think CrossCode did, though, but yeah. I, I can see why somebody might not. Yeah, well, Dark Souls... I mean, I agree with you. Dark Souls 2, um, which I just sort of finished playing. Uh, really, the combat is not a puzzle. <laughs> at all. How did you feel about the Shrine of Amana? I didn't really think it was that bad. I actually felt that it was kind of a interesting. It was very much a Dark Souls 1 kind of area. Interesting. Okay. I, I, honestly, I don't really remember very much of that game, and that's just one of the main areas that I remember, because it was kind of annoying. Uh, 
Yeah, it's annoying, but like, you know, Dark Souls 1 is <laughs> I just remember I got to a certain point in Dark Souls... Actually, no, I got to several points in Dark Souls 2 where I was just like, what do I do now? And it wasn't like I was paying no attention whatsoever. Like, I would watch cutscenes and read dialogue. I, it just... None of the pieces seemed to fit together in any meaningful way. And, you know, what's... Um, yeah. Yeah. The whole thing I mean, seemed disjointive. Okay. I think that, um... Yeah, I mean, Dark Souls 2 has, uh, I guess a bit more of a cinematic quality to it. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think is necessarily a good thing. Um, you know, it seems like it's really about the set pieces. Well, I kind of wish they went more for that, right? Because a lot of Dark Souls 2 feels like you're in this, like, weird dream world. And I, I wish they just, like, went for it more. Like, make it weirder, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would love a, um, a weird feeling Dark Souls. I feel like we'd have yeah. that. I don't know. I mean, I sort of feel like, you know, one of the biggest weaknesses of Dark Souls 2 is that really, like, none of the area is connected to any sort of meaningful story except for, you know, Drang Lake Castle um, and Aldia's Keep. Right? Those two names are just, they... What, what is it? they're like Teflon? Like, like they just dead. bump off of my brain, and they just do not <laughs> permeate in any meaningful sense. Like, I have no idea what you just said. If you tell me that oh, Drangley right. Castle was in both one, two, and three, I would believe you. I, I have no <laughs> idea, dude. Is like uh, Drangley Castle is where uh, 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 Draco or what is his name? What is it? Lance from the Pokemon League lives? You know, like I I, I don't know, man. That stuff is. <laughs> Oh, that's a castle. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Oh, you're, oh okay. This cool. is this is a place in Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know the the most effective quality of Dark Souls One was uh, feeling like an actual place that you were just stumbling around in. Mm -hmm. Right, um, but you could learn it too. Like you could learn to navigate that place. Which yeah, is the coolest and part. and to that end, uh, almost every area had some kind of relevance to the story of what had happened before you showed up. Mm -hmm. And I don't really see that with Dark Souls 2. There are a lot of areas that are just sort of like freely standing, you know, disjointed, uh, just sort of showpieces, right? They're just exhibitions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Iron Keep is an, an exhibition. My right. my like overall is an exhibition. Impression of these like, sequels is just that like they just change some stuff from Dark Souls One and call it a day, uh, which I don't think works very well in the end. Yeah, I don't think they really got it. Like I don't think they understood why people like Dark Souls One so much. Right. Well, actually, I would disagree with that. Okay. Um, I think that the like the fundamental combat mechanics of Dark Souls Two are a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that because the the life gem stuff. I mean, it oh just yeah, the whole combat. Well, system. so I don't. This is this is sort of my own bias and experience coming in here because when I say fundamental, um, really what I mean is stuff that I play, um, and I never use life gems. Okay. <laughs> and uh, now I'm I'm getting into PvP, and the PvP is pretty fun. It's a lot better than Dark Souls One PvP, and you can't heal in PvP, obviously. Mm -hmm. You so like you're, really, the game doesn't let you, or it's just you know frowned upon. No, the game doesn't let you. Okay, okay. 
which is another big improvement over Dark Souls One. Mm -hmm. um, you know, once you once you strip the game down to just the actual like player controlled combat mechanics, the game is pretty interesting. So this is one thing that I am always struck by with sequels. Uh, like, why not just make that a DLC pack, right? It won't make as much money for them. Yeah, that's kind of a cop-out <laughs> excuse. I mean, also, they're like, I mean, the there are pretty strong mechanical changes between Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2. Um, if we're going to stick on that example. Sure, but I mean, isn't that yeah, just like a mod? Yeah, like, there's more bonfires. It looks different. I Obviously, I've made this joke uh, famously in a lot of places. Uh, Project M is just a brawl mod, right? So you're just playing brawl. Uh, so Dark Souls 2, to the degree that it is different, is sort of just a mod of Dark Souls 1. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel... You have to like talk to a developer. Yeah, that, I guess maybe uh, that's just like computer that guy simple. questions that we could. Uh, <laughs> yeah, necessarily I don't think it's that simple. Well, I think there's a certain irony to it, right? Because like, you know, Dark Souls One has a world that actually feels worth exploring and learning about, and it has single-player combat combat that you actually have to think about. Mm -hmm. um, and both of those things stand in contrast to Dark Souls Two, mm -hmm. um, and yet if you actually take the combat to its logical conclusion in, you know, by developing a PvP meta, uh, Dark Souls 1 is fucking awful. It's unplayable. You know, no one in their right mind would ever say that Dark Souls 1 PvP uh, is in any way stimulating or fun or... Uh, well, hold on. ...even forces the player to reckon with Give how they're thinking about the game. Well, I, it depends on what you mean by Dark Souls 1 PvP. I think that the sense that there are player versus player systems in Dark Souls 1 that interact with the player's game experience, I think those are great. I think those work really well. Uh, I think Anthony's talking about like just the actual fighting. Yeah, if it's right? like trying to fight another player, yeah, that's probably not great. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I mean, I understand like if you talk about the contexts that initiate PvP and the story behind them, yeah, Dark Souls 1 is great. They did a good job with that. But I don't, you know, the actual PvP is what I'm talking about here. And, you know, the opposite is true of Dark Souls 2. The world is kind of boring. The single-player combat is about as good as Dark Souls 1, but you're repeating it after having played Dark Souls 1, so it loses any force of novelty. Um, it's, it's really not, you know, there are very few truly challenging fights, even. Um, where you have to, where changing your approach or thinking about using a different move is really like meaningful in any way. So maybe um, this is a dumb take, but I mean, one thing that has always turned me off from Dark Souls is that you can't do LAN PvP, as far as I'm aware. Uh, like, yeah, obviously it's not that big but, of a deal, but I do not like the idea of having like of getting screwed over by lag. Yeah. Uh, that's true, but I mean, like that is a, that's a fair point, and you know there there should be like land Dark Souls. I agree with that, but like if you look at Dark Souls Two PvP, it's actually pretty fascinating. And unlike Dark Souls One, there are a lot of different playstyles that you can use, and it's adaptive and responsive instead of just you know going for the same cheese over and over again, hoping that your opponent doesn't know the <laughs> lag counterattack. That sounds a lot like the the 
transition from like Smash 64 to Melee, right? Where it's like everyone played Smash 64 and loved it, great casual game. Um, and then I guess Melee is, is that as well, but also uh, in trying to change the game and like update it, they accidentally added some mechanics that made it like more complex for the uh, competitive players, but it was never intentional, right? It, it wasn't... So going from Dark Souls 1 to Dark Souls 2, I get the feeling it wasn't the developer's intention to make a better PvP game. I think they... The PvP is, like, secondary or, like, tertiary to the to the main story and the, and the single-player experience, right? So it was never really intentional for them to make a better PvP game. Uh, and I think they, they probably failed the thing they actually meant to do. So it's sort of this, like, weird happy accident, right? I don't well, think it's happy. No, I think it it's really just gets a uh, that's just me, though. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, but this is where it gets really fascinating, because the the Sakurai of Dark Souls, Miyazaki, famously, you know, didn't really work on Dark Souls 2. Mm -hmm. And Miyazaki's gone on the record saying that, you know, basically the PvP combat is unimportant to him. Yeah, right. Yeah, I sort um, of feel that way. <laughs> and like so that's... then the, the, the sort of the HAL team of Dark Souls, the quote-unquote B team, did you say how? Uh, made a game. How. Like how, how Laboratory. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you know, made a game with robust PvP. Yeah. How about yeah, um, actually a very similar story to... Castle, and it's like the dog with eggs, but it's also a uh, giant wizard castle thing. What? <laughs> Are those eggs under the dog? Yeah. Really? I believe so. It's kind of disgusting. Uh, have you ever seen Howl's Moving Castle Farm? Uh, um, is that like an anime? It is a Miyazaki movie. Uh, it's made by yeah, the guy who yeah. makes Dark Souls. It sounds like an anime. It's technically, yes, no, it's, Japanese it's animation. Not. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not anime. Well, it sounds like an anime. Here, let me. Uh, I'll pull up the main character. Uh, patrons will be able to see this, uh, but you guys yeah. should be talking about whatever dumb stuff you were saying before. Oh yeah, you'd be able to the see other, this along with our faces uh, on yeah. the seven hundred dollar tier and up. <clears throat> yes. The other thing about Dark Souls Two that's interesting is that you know the first Dark Souls has sort of um, uh, uh, what's what's the word a sort of neoclassical feel to it, right? It's about the Greeks and the Romans, um, architecturally and also kind of politically. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, but Dark Souls Two, it it is just just take my word for it. Yeah, that's yeah. Sorry, I was trying to. Uh, I didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, can we at least agree that the architecture it's neoclassical? I don't know. What there's that means. and there's there's some, some there's some gothic stuff going on there. It's it's overall it's very French. It looks Here's European. the thing: architecture not, is bullshit. What you need a wall, you need windows, a door. We all know that. We know how it works. Like I don't. I'm anyway, the thing with Dark Souls 2, right, is that instead of being Mediterranean, it's Nordic. And that I think that throws an interesting wrench in things. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I feel like if you're going to go with the Nordic stuff again, it gives you another avenue for, like, weirdness. You can explore that more, and I feel like they do, and that makes me sad. That's true. Yeah, yeah. overall I'd say not, uh, not very good. Uh, no recommendation. Sorry, I don't know. I yeah, I think there there <laughs> were like you know it still has all of the advantages of being a Dark Souls game, 
Yeah, you could say that. Uh, for sure. Honestly, though, that's the thing. Like the Dark Souls one was more than the sum of his parts, and I don't think mm -hmm. its constituent parts are all that great when broken down. The combat's good. The combat's always going to be good. Like the they, they, okay. they nailed it. Yeah, I think like combat, character customization, you know. Yeah, fashion um, souls is great. Fashion dress up. Fashion. I got the banned way from a works. Dark Souls two oh. Discord server actually over fashion souls. Uh, that was a fun time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, Do we want to know? I mean, it was just like somebody. I was talking about the armor that I was wearing. Somebody was like, "That armor's bad," and then I said something. I don't actually even remember what happened, but it was. It was. I was in the right. That's all mm -hmm. I'll say. Mm. Yeah, I actually for the three hundred dollar <laughs> patrons, um, Chris, if you could, if you could just make it so only the three hundred dollar patrons can access this. Uh, I had some really good screenshots of uh, of my Dark Souls 2 character. I do think the fashion in, in that game is the best in any of the Souls games. Interesting. Did you play as a man There's or a woman? Man. Okay. I'm not into that creepy shit. I just was, you know, again, this is for the, you know, very wealthy guys, so they, they want to know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, our highest tier patrons need to know um, if... <clears throat> so anyway, I uh, I guess I should answer the question now. Yes. Oh yeah, we do we do have some listener mail. Well, no, I want to answer Galosha's question. Galosha's question. Yeah, the initial one. The the oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I I've been thinking about this. All right. So you take Total War Warhammer Two, right? I don't know what that uh, is. It's like grand strategy game with these crazy battles with like these fantasy things from Warhammer. <clears throat> right? But you give yourself, okay? You give yourself the ability to, like, control uh, a character on the battlefield and, like, actually be in there in the front lines and stuff. Sure. Uh, and it would have, like, it would be, it would have, the combat would be good and, and it wouldn't be bad. Um, so, can, can I, like, can I cut you off? Yeah. I, I don't mean to, you know, cut you off too much, but I just, is the idea for this, it would be like, you could play as a soldier on the ground, but then also you could play the strategy game, and then it, yeah, it would be recursive, like, all the way up. Oh. Yeah. That, yeah. Was that audible? Both. No. I just, uh, sneezed. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. didn't Planetside do that? I think some game has tried to do that one time. Yeah, there was a, there was a Wii game that did it, and I've been trying to remember what it's called. I want to call, I want to say it's like Battalion Wars. That might be it. I'm gonna check. I don't yeah, Battalion Wars on the Wii did that, okay. and that was pretty dope. Um, but yeah, so also uh, there's this there's this uh, part of like Warhammer lore where it's like if you uh, like succeed on the battlefield or whatever like sufficiently enough, then um, the the I might be getting this wrong, but my impression is that, we uh, have really passionate Warhammer fans, so please yeah, just continue at your own peril. Send in your corrections if you are a big Warhammer fan. But, um, like, the gods start to smile upon you and, like, give you these boons and make you more powerful. So you could also have, like, a progression system where, like, maybe you're just one guy or something. And you can, like, see yourself progress and, and grow more powerful, eventually becoming, like, your own warlord or whatever. Uh, and alongside that, I would also throw in, like, a nemesis system. Uh, so, like, let's say you're defeated and then, like, oh, and then... Now you're rivals with this person, and the gods will f smile upon you if you kill them in, in, a, in a battle grand strategy thing. Uh, to clarify, would you also be using your unlimited resources to ensure that this game, too, would be on the Wii? 
Uh, yes, absolutely. This this needs to be forwarded to the Wii. Uh, I think that's that's a huge market right now. It's untapped for grand strategy games. I do think it's a shame most of the time when games don't come out on Wii. Uh, I still that's like I'd say that's my main console, uh, and it's you know I'm always looking for more stuff to come out yeah. on there. So well, that's the biggest issue with Hollow Knight is there was no uh, there's Wii no release. Wii port. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. another thing is there's no way to get the game to display properly in four by three. I mean, it, it's you know one thing to just not support, uh, you know, classic monitors, but to not display properly. Come on. Yeah. Well, I think with, I mean, if you had li unlimited resources, you could not only, like, make the Wii uh, compliant with any aspect ratio, you could mm -hmm. uh, drastically increase the resolution. Yeah, I mean, un That's unlimited resources, that you can just upgrade everyone's Wii to, like, a, a gaming PC from whatever year. Well, but it would, I mean, it would still be, like, the size and shape and color of a yeah. Wii, though. Yeah, of course. And that's something that I think that Nintendo has neglected. The size and shape and color of the Wii? So, we're going to move on. All right. <laughs> to our next <laughs> segment. Um... The backlogged review of the week. Perfect. Yeah. Do you have so anything picked out? I I do I do have one picked out. This one made its way on on the boards. Oh wait 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 wait. We missed uh, okay. listener mail. Sorry. Oh, we missed some oh, listener yeah. mail. Oh yeah. So we actually got this um this other piece of listener mail from um anonymous anonymous <coughs> in in the chat room because again we do this live and people two thousand dollars enough can can listen in. Uh, so otherwise, you have to you have to submit five weeks in advance. Otherwise, yeah. If you've yeah, donated exactly. to the fifteen thousand dollar and up tier, uh, you get access to the live Patreon chat. Uh, this guy, this question yep. was asked just in emotes uh, because again, they only donated to the five hundred dollar tier. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, you don't you don't get the option to actually type anything until you get to that. <laughs> yes, and so you can yeah. interpret. Uh, please, the chat is always in, in sub mode during the live stream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, to to the question is uh, coming in uh, from anonymous listener mail. Um, Grothel Sachs question mark. Mm. Uh, so Grothel, um, I think, is is sort of like this uh, this new hot teen sensation. Um, you know, he has his own month, Grothel Sember. Uh, Kids love him. The the teens he is a love month. him. Yeah, gravel gravel December. Um, and what what month is it? That's uh, gravel December. So um, yeah, I think gravel fucks for sure, for sure. Oh, is that the yeah. question? Uh, I thought it was asking I'm whether or not we would. Uh, I oh. personally would not. No. Uh, no. No. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not like a Pokemon, so I. But I mean, gravel himself, like gravel fucks. Also, uh, I, I'm just going to make a statement here. Uh, I'm not sure what the intern is doing, but if they're, you know, asking distracting questions while, uh, you know, people are trying to, you know, run a podcast, maybe uh, get back to work. Um, yes, that is a work. that's a good thoughts? point. Um, I actually, you know, I guess this kind of shows my my age, um, mm -hmm. and I am the oldest person on the podcast right now. Not true. Um, but you know, I actually don't really know what Grottle is. I've heard a little bit about it through Twitter, mm -hmm. or who who he is or she. Um, right, you've seen it on MySpace. Well, okay, let's not be insulting. <laughs> Doing my best. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't, 
I don't. I only have like a passing knowledge of Grottle myself. Um, I kind of think that this question is asking like conceptually, is it possible? All right, so um, I'm gonna you know which maybe is very this into a different question. You're saying that you don't have any familiarity with Grottle. Uh, could that be the reason why I swept you in Generation Five Pokemon Random Battles uh, that one time? Grottle isn't a Pokemon. What are you talking about? I believe Grottle yeah, is a Pokemon. Exactly. You're being retarded. Let me. Yeah. Whoa! Hey, I'm not trying to drop hard. That's, a, that's the second one. On that's the, the second one we've had. Come on, bro. It's the second one. Yeah. I thought I only. Uh, did I say it before? No, midnight. Midnight did it on the first Oof. episode. Within like the first ten minutes. Rough. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. A quick Google would suggest that Grottle is, in fact, a Pokemon. So I think we're going to uh, take that and move forward with no, it. No, 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 no. There are 151 Pokemon. All right, so Grottle is final mind. question, Anti. Is Hacks Money right? Ooh. I See, I knew you people were just trying to get me on here so you could farm me for big drama. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you even keep up with the melee that you play anymore? I don't play anymore. Yeah, I've I know about the hacks money stuff though. How much do you know about it? Uh, I mean I know a good amount. Like I've been, you know, I've been on the subreddit and uh, I watched like almost two hours of the video. Okay. Jesus okay. Christ. That video was so yeah. insane. Are you doing all right? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this a cry for help? <laughs> um. <laughs> I've actually noticed a significant amount more fear on my gang stalker's face, and I think they're <laughs> starting to realize that I'm turning the tables. <laughs> you're gonna start gang stalking them, right? Turn around. I think that would be the game to fund, really, is a gang stalking MMO. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't tell you which side you're on. Well, you can do that in Second Life, can't you? Like you could definitely gang stalk someone in Second Life. <laughs> Absolutely, you could. Honestly, for I, I have never played Second Life. I, I really don't know what that game is like. Me neither, but I imagine, yeah, but as our intern is saying, MMOs are prime gang stalking. The, honestly, the, yeah. the, the best thing, the best gang stalking experience that you can get out of an MMO was on worldsonline.com uh, and just like wandering through there and talking to the weird people that you would interact with, but I think that's shut down now, so. Yeah, right, and then go. it's like, you know, the, the gang stalkers. It's like their ultimate goal is to finally, you know, imprison you in taste of your succulent genitals. So moving As on are to the backlogged review of the week. Yeah, backlogged review of the week. Run targeted it. individuals. This is what they suffer from. Yeah. Um, and please, please don't wear Adidas clothing next time you come on. <laughs> uh, this review comes in from... Wait, weren't uh, you going to ask my opinion about hacks, though? I think we did. Uh, where does oh, this okay. review come right, in from? Right. This review <laughs> comes in from uh, user Thetwag. Uh, this is a review of Disco Elysium, the final cut. You guys might have seen this one around. <coughs> I'll just uh, I'll just read aloud here. You all lied to me. I heard <laughs> that this was a detective story about solving a mystery. What I was not told was that people consider endless purple prose about the history of a steampunk D&D campaign to be the pinnacle of storytelling. Two stars out of five. That sounds correct. I don't, you know, it sounds like that is guy that maybe the, was having some kind of speech issues, but I definitely dropped is that, the Is that the end of the review? review? That's the end of the review. 
Okay. Uh, Auntie, have you played Disco Elysium? I haven't. All right, well, you should. It's, um, this is another game that I've been wanting to play. It is it's not very great. great. I would give it's it a amazing. hard thumbs down. Uh, don't Maybe play one of my favorite give games it a pass. Uh, so here's the question that we got to decide is when we have Dimmy on. Uh, are we going to talk to him yeah. about Sekiro or about Disco? Uh, both. Or Omori. Oh, right. God. Yes, yeah. all three. Oh, yeah. oh, it should be so contentious. That's going to be a packed episode. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> awful. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, because the thing yeah. is that uh, unlike those other games uh, which have redeeming factors, Disco is just not good. I mean, it's just, you know, not a fun game. Well, I mean, Omori doesn't have really any redeeming factors, I don't think. The and, music was um, good. Uh, it really it was okay. It achieved... it wasn't, I mean, it's no Mass Effect, right? We can all agree on that. It's not as good as a Mass Effect soundtrack. It achieved some significant emotional catharsis that I don't really think other video games have done for me. Honestly. Yeah, but I mean, it's sort of undercut by what happens after but that, and it leaves you feeling bitter and angry that they would do that you, to you. What, you mean like the emotional manipulation and lying and, uh, you know, yeah. just kind of baiting out, uh, you know, response? But yeah, that's not yeah, really that great. Uh, um, and then, you know, Sekiro has amazing combat that just feels good to play all the time, and that game has... It does have good no combat, but the, the, honestly, the, the fight that I quit Sekiro on was the, the ape fight, uh, and it was because it was not enjoyable. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not a it's not a good fight. I've heard it's not. And the thing, I guess, it's like maybe it's cinematic, it's, but the fight isn't good. Maybe it's supposed to be fun if you can shoot the grapple hook or whatever, but that makes no sense to me. And you're not supposed me. to. There's a yeah, bunch of grapple hook sites cool. that you can do stuff to or something. Yeah, you, you have to have like a very specific build, right? No. What? Um, there's just, I mean, I don't know why I, I never use them in fights. Okay. Really. I mean, there's, there's some where you have to, builds. but not in that one. You don't have to use builds in fights? No, in Sekiro, you I don't know. have to really build your character at all. You just have a sword no. around doing stuff. There's no building. Oh. Um, yeah, like Disco Elysium. very well. Disco Elysium's, it, you know... It's really, it's really good. Uh, it's bad. All right. I, I think I actually got to get going pretty soon. Uh, so do we want to kind of wrap this up at all? Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, um, there was actually one more thing that I wanted mm -hmm. to mention. And I don't know really, like, what there is to say about it. Um, but, like, I didn't... So the thing is, as you might have noticed, like, I haven't actually, like, played any games in the last six months besides Dark Souls 2. Jesus. That's um, a rough time. That's, that's bleak, dude. That's rough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's not true. I, I played a little bit of uh, Pokemon Showdown. Oh my but, God. anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was fun times. But I was kind of surprised, because I thought that, like, this wasn't really a show about, like, like talking about video games. What, what it can be. What did you think it was a show about? Well, I kind of thought, because I listened to, like, the first ten minutes of the first episode. Yeah. I thought this was, like, a show about, like kind of short-selling the video game medium. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, like, Midnight doesn't play video games, so... <laughs> also, I had so much more energy and passion for that first episode. I just, you know, yeah. half assed At this point, it's old mm -hmm. news. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Um, Any final okay. thoughts that you want our listeners to hear, uh, Anti? Are there any thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when can they expect your return um, to Smash 4? And will you be fighting those allegations? <laughs> um, well, first of all, let me just say, uh, Dream did nothing wrong, right? And I stand with him unconditionally. Um, and also, please return my calls. <laughs> um, and secondly, I guess you know, I'm not really 
I don't really have an agenda when it comes to art. Um, but I would just say, you know, Hollow Knight is the best game out there. <laughs> it is. And we all have to live under that, under the regime of Hollow Knight. All right, I just have a few simple follow-up questions for that. Have you ever played Katamari Damacy? I don't see how that's relevant. Have you super relevant. Uh, ever played Metal Gear Solid 2? Mm-hmm. Again. Uh, have you ever played uh, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes? Mountain Blade Warband? Knight's Journey into Dreams? Dragon Age Origins. Uh, Look, here's the simple fact. Flowers, folks. Sun, and Rain? When one game, when one game is the best, is no other good. game can be the best. Shadow of the Colossus. Nitronic Rush? And so then... Mass you Effect know, 2? No matter what game you name, Mass Effect 2 is not very it's not going to be the best because we already know what the Isn't best Mass is. Isn't Mass Effect 2 the game where they like added like thermal clips because they had infinite ammo in the previous yeah. games and they were like, wait, yes. we can't do that anymore? But yeah, that. Um, so let's, it's, you know, it's like a, it's a syllogism, right? You know, Anthony, I have one final. All games are mortal. I have Shadow of the Colossus is a man. Shadow of the Colossus is mortal. <clears throat> I have one final question for you. Shoot. Will the Boston Red Sox be number one in the American League East at the end of the season, yes or no? <laughs> I just sighed deeply, and I'm not sure that that actually came through. It did not pick up. No, you just... Yeah, there's just, something wrong yeah. with this mic. I don't know what it is. I mean, Discord has some pretty crazy sound filtering technology, but uh, yeah, no, uh, good app. Uh, I'll send it over later. I gotta go do some stuff. Wait, you didn't answer the question. Um, yes. Thank you. That's where we'll end it. All right, that's all from us here at the last video game podcast. Thanks for listening.